from University Athletics. This is the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. Welcome back to the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Philip Tang back here with you this week, as always, brought to you by Food City. And we're joined this week by Beyond Hendricks, the Gulf South Conference player of the week is the flames are four and zero on the season the lady flames got two big wins in gsc conference play as well and beyond you guys have had a great start to this season two non-conference wins and then two big wins in conference to get play going let's talk about the the last game first against west florida it was kind of tight early on but then you guys kind of clicked and then noah what just went off in that second half what were you guys seeing in that second half for him just to keep making shot after shot yeah um we kind of started off slow in the first half um it's kind of going back and forth we weren't really making shots and then second half coach came in talked to us at halftime was just like when we get a stop we just need to run and transition and Noah was running out running their big we were and jj kept coming off ball screens and find them and once noah got in the rhythm he just felt comfortable his confidence went up and he was just hooping at that point <laughs> yeah i was gonna say he made two he made both of his three-point shots we hardly last season hardly ever saw him even take a three-point yeah. shot yeah coach smith we'd be telling him all the time like no you got to shoot that like it, it looks good like you just got to put them up so yeah they went in the other night and that was good for us what makes this team fun for you just because you talked about running this team is averaging almost like you know 85 points per game what makes this team fun i think we're all something different than like the previous teams like we're all connected like from start to finish, no matter if it's good play, bad play, we're just all coming together and just having fun out there. And I think that just goes into us just playing faster and just getting more plays off in the end. Uh, Coach Smith has talked a lot about the depth of this team, and it, it, it's evident. We've seen you know, graduate students all the way down to freshmen getting a lot of playing time. What makes this team so good in terms of having all this depth? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it. The freshmen, the freshmen are so good. they attacking us every day in practice, like, just making us work, then that's just making us all better. And obviously the freshmen are young. They'll, it'll take them time to get there, but they're going to be good. Um, just, they just push us every day, just making us a better team as a whole. I was going to say, too, the freshmen that really got a lot of playing time has been Zach Gray and Jamarcus Wilkins. Tylon has gotten a little bit here, yeah. but you can tell like they're still growing. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Just the first two games, a little bit easier competition, and then the last two in Gulf South Conference play, you could see like the step up, and they're they're making a few mistakes, but they're also making plays as well. Yeah, um, I'm just really happy for them. They they go in there every day. They're putting in work from sun up to sundown. They're just they're gonna have a bright future, really. For you guys that are veterans, have been around for a while. Just what makes it so much fun to play at Lee? <clears throat> I think even though I think this is something I told Coach Smith about the gym. There may not be a lot of people there, but it's loud. It's so loud. Like it is. A, a Noah dunk at the crowd. It just feels like the crowd is just so much louder than probably what it actually is. It's just a lot of fun. And that's why I think that's why we win a lot at home. Like our winning percentage is so high. It's just it's a lot of fun to play in, in Lee's gym. So I was going to say, you know, this Saturday was two days after Thanksgiving. And then Monday, the students just, you know, the rest of the students just got back. Mm-hmm. There was a good crowd on both. And it, it was very loud for both the Lady Flames game mm-hmm. against, you know, Valdosta and West Florida. Then your guys, you're right. It just kind of seems to echo mm-hmm. in there. You can you can definitely feel the difference from, like, early on, like we're playing Edward Waters and, like, Caroline, or what was the other team? Caroline Christian. Caroline Christian. And then we come in and play West Florida Valdosta. Just the atmosphere and intensity is just way up. And I, I think that just makes it better for us to play in. Is it harder sometimes to play all these home games, you know, during this holiday season when there's not as big a crowd as, say, come January and February? Yeah, I def- it definitely plays a little part into it. But once you're out there playing, you don't even – you're just out there just trying to compete and win. So, yeah. 
the the transfer that came in this year, J.J. Barnes, how's he kind of fit in? He knows his conference, so he knows exactly what his role uh, in terms of this conference is, but how's he kind of fit in? J.J. is – he's come from West Georgia who's been winning. They're, West Georgia's winner, so he's come in. He knows what, how to win. He knows how to play in a good system. Um, and J.J., we, we pride ourselves on – Coach Smith prides us on defense, and J.J. is one of the best defenders on ball I've ever seen in my life. So he just comes in – he blends just well. And I think kind of like us losing P.J., the speed of how we play, um, J.J. is just picking up right where P.J. left off, the speed, pushing it out, finding people, just getting downhill. He fits perfectly with us. The the role he kind of plays is he's not always taking shots. He can make the shots, but he's not taking the shots. He's kind of distributing the ball a little bit, kind of like you do as well. You can make those shots, but you're not always having to take them. Yes, sir. Um, I feel like that's just a part of our offense is set up for – us being the two main point guards, just getting everybody involved, just getting us in the offense and finding the right uh, – making the best plays possible. What was your journey to coming here to Lee? Just, you know, you're from Cleveland originally. What was your journey like going through high school and then deciding to come be a flyer? Mm-hmm. So um, let me go back to about my junior year. Junior year I'm playing AAU. Um, I wanted to go D1 so bad. Like I made it – like I was like – D1 is this, like, I wanted to go D1 so bad. Um, senior year comes around, I still don't have any offers. Coach Smith and Coach Rose, who was here at the time, they were texting me, calling me every day. They came up to Baylor a few times, watched me play, watched me practice. They just just kept a constant connection with me. And then um, eventually when it was time for really, like, it was, like, towards the end of my senior year, like, about March, and I was just, like, finally, like, I want to I want to be a flame. And then – here we are, five years later. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think playing at the Baylor School helped you transition pretty well into D2 college basketball? Definitely. Um, so my freshman through junior year of high school, I had Coach Clark, but he retired my junior year, and we got Coach Price, who came from Belmont. So he instilled a lot of stuff my senior year that I never really got from Coach, because he was an older coach. He didn't really teach us all the fundamentals and stuff. Coach Price brought a lot my senior year of how college is going to be, and so I think that set me up perfectly coming into my first year here at Lee. Where do you think you've grown the most in your game from your, you know, five years ago now from your freshman year? What do you, you improved on the best? I think, I think this goes with most basketball players is like mentally, like, cause I remember freshman, like I have a bad game. I'm just so down on myself. I'm just like, I don't even know if I'm like a good basketball player. And then five years later, I'm like, it's just, it comes with the ups and downs throughout the season. You just got to stick with it. And I just feel like, for every basketball player, once you, as you keep playing, you just get better mentally, and that just takes you a long way. Have you tried to help the freshmen, you know, last year and this year, kind of work through that? Yeah, uh, we can go back to Jamarcus the other day. Um, he came in real quick. Was that against Valdosta? Or I think it was against Valdosta. Yeah, Valdosta. Yeah, he had those quick turnovers, and then he was just so down on us. Even after the game, I'm like, Jamar, you're so like you're so young. You got so much basketball ahead of you. You just gotta take it day by day and just get better every day, and it'll come to you. So. Especially since you guys ended up winning that game, yeah. anyways, like yeah. it's one thing to be down yourself and win, yeah. but then be down yourself and you lose is completely different things. Right. Yeah. So now, as you as you finally you're going to finish your fifth year here, you got that COVID year here. What's going to be next for Beyond? Um. See, I think if my body feels good, I want to try to go play overseas. But okay. if not, um. I just want to get into coaching. I feel like I just have so much knowledge of basketball, and literally that's all I've been doing since I was three years old. I just have so much IQ about basketball that I just feel like I can help others. 
if you end up going overseas, are you trying to go to Europe? You want to go to like South America? What, where would be the goal to go play? Anywhere? Matter. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> Wherever the money is. <laughs> and then what level of coaching would you like to start at? Would you like to be, you know, coaching the college, the high school ranks? Where would you like to start? I would like to start at college. I feel like college is most most competitive, most fun. What What do you think would be the challenge for you going into coaching right out of college if that's the route you go? I think I think the hardest thing would be still wanting to play because I'm still okay. gonna be, I'm still gonna be young. I'm still gonna be feeling good. I think it would be like oh, I missed this so much, but I guess over time I'll get over it. What have you learned from both? I guess Jason and then seeing Mike McGurk. He was your teammate last year. Now he's coaching. Does that help you kind of see that role of transition between one and the other? Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love Mike being our GA because we're so close. And, like, um, he can tell us something a certain way that Coach Smith probably can't say it to us. So it is. I think it's a good dynamic to have, like, a younger GA who would kind of give us direction in a different way that Coach Smith probably can't do it. But, yeah. All right, before we let you go, we've got one game this week. We go to Montevallo. First road game. Kind of weird. You made it all the way through the month of November without a road game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is this is interesting because Montevallo has played five good teams. They played UAH, Westall, Nova, um, Lincoln Memorial. So this is um, our first road game. So I think it will be a great – this is a great road test for us. Like this is a good first road test for us. And I'm sure they'll be ready to play us. But we'll be ready as well. Oh, I mean, definitely. So the – the whole idea of five games against probably five of the top teams mm-hmm. in the South. You know, yeah. you, you mentioned Nova, they're defending national champs, and yep. then uh, Lincoln Memorial always is in, you know, the final 16 or something, and then we, we all know how good Huntsville is. So mm-hmm. it'll definitely be a good test. Then you come back and you take on Huntsville and West right. Alabama, who are pretty good teams themselves. So you've got a nice little tough stretch. Three games, though, within almost just a two-week period. So it'll be nice to get a game and get a little rest before diving, you know, full back into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we'll be ready. Um this is good. I think this is a good little because these are our last three games before Christmas, correct? Well, there's three home games that we have at Auburn Montgomery and then host okay. shorter. So we've got technically five games yeah. before and before the Christmas uh-huh. break. Yeah. So this is the good little five game stretch to see how where we are in the in the standings going into Christmas and what we need to work on and going forward like that. What, what have you guys been kind of like diving into the last couple of days? Um, we've really been diving into our defense and rotation. So. We're good on ball, but it's about the second rotation. If we get beat, who's helping? Where's the help coming from? So it's just basically not the main stuff, but like the little stuff outside of the main stuff. Joined here by Beyond Hendricks. He was the Gulf South Conference Player of the Week for his career-high 33 points and nine assists against Valdosta State. And then Noah Bowler, Kyle, of course, had his awesome game against West Florida. Was 12 for 12 shooting. That's just hard to believe in this day and age to be able to go 12 for 12. His two misses came in the first half. <laughs> he got in a rhythm. He was hot. He was hot. The Flames take on Montevallo this week down in Montevallo, Alabama. Beyond, we wish you the best of luck. We'll, we'll see you down there. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back with more here in just a moment on the Burn Up Podcast. Attention shoppers. Don't forget to ask our certified butchers for great recipe tips. This is an authentic butcher shop where meat is hand-cut in-store, beef is ground fresh daily, and expert advice from a certified butcher is always free of charge. (laughs) Free advice? That's what I call value. The quality I crave! The value I count on. Nobody does food like Food City. And welcome back to the Burn'em Up Podcast. As always, brought to you by Food City, the official supermarket of 
Lee Athletics had a great press conference and meeting with Food City, and we announced that all admission to basketball games free of charge here this season. So our big thanks to Food City. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and thank them for allowing everyone to be a part of the Lee Athletic Basketball Games for free. And Food City is proud to serve the exclusive retailer for many of the region's favorite brands, including Kay's Ice Cream, Turns Bread, Lay Meats, Terry's Snack Foods, and Moore's Potato Chips. So stop in your local Food City today and choose from a complete line of top-quality traditional favorites, along with some exciting new varieties. We have a lot to cover here in terms of non-stuff on the court or on the field. A lot of academic and awards given out to Lee Athletics the last couple of days. The College Sports uh, Communicators Academic All-District Soccer Teams were announced the other day as we had three Lady Flames and three Flames make the teams. For the college sports communicators, a student athlete must be at least a sophomore, must have at least a 3.50 cumulative GPA, and student athletes must compete in 90% of the institution's games played or must start in at least 66. So there's a lot of criteria to be on that list, a high GPA and playing a lot of games. For Lady Flames, Jordan Blair, Kate Dirksy, and Abby Whitcomb all received that recognition. Blair, she's a junior from Powell, Tennessee, has a 3.98 GPA in exercise science. Kate Dirksy, a senior from Chattanooga, a 3.97 GPA in finance. Then our goalkeeper, sophomore Abby Whitcomb, has a 3.81 GPA in biology. She is out of Jacksonville, Florida. Then on the Flames side, Noam Stein, David Koch, and Marcos Garcia, all three for the Flames that received recognition. Noam Stein from Israel, he's a senior from Israel, as I mentioned, has a 3.87 GPA in finance. David Koch, a senior, has a 3.88 GPA in accounting. He's from Hamburg, Germany. And then Marcos Garcia is a sophomore, a 3.96 GPA excuse me, in finance from the, for the sophomore from Leon, Spain. So congratulations to all of them for earning those awards. Then for D2CCA, that is the Division II Commissioner's All-Region Team, three Lady Flames were named to the All-South Region as the Lady Flames and Kate Dirksy, Alasia Nye, and Juliana Lopsch. Kate Dirksy and Alasia Nye were both to the first team, while Juliana Lopsch was named to the second team. Dirksy, of course, the anchor to our team, had eight goals this year. She was the GSC Conference Defender of the Year and the first team All-GSC. Kate was a preseason All-GSC member as well. Alasia Nye led the conference in scoring with 12 goals. She was a first team All-GSC member, her first time earning an All-Region Team Award. And then Juliana Lopsch. And three goals this season and three assists. She got all-region honors for the first time. And she was also a first-team all-GSC member. So both Alasia Nye and Kate Dirksy are now up for All-American awards from the D2 Conference Commissioners Association All-America teams. Those will be announced a few in a few weeks. And then on the Flames side, it was Eamon McLaughlin. He was a first-team all-GSC member. He receives all-South region honors as well. He was a National Player of the Week Back in September, he led the Flames in goals this season. So a big congratulations to him for being an All-South Region first team member. He will also be up for All-American honors from the Division II Conference Commissioners Association, the D2CCA, and that will be announced a little bit later on in December. The Lady Flames volleyball teams, we'll see if we get any on the All-Region teams as well since we last spoke with you. Coming up this week, we have... One basketball game on the road. The Lady Flames and Flames will go to Montevallo 
on Sunday at 3 and 5 p.m. Those are Eastern times, 2 and 4 over in Montevallo, Alabama. We'll have to broadcast for you on the buzz, 101.3 FM. Airtime will be 2.50 for the doubleheader. That's the only basketball game this week. They'll be back the next week as they'll host UAH and West Alabama. We'll cover that in next week's podcast. And the track and field gets the season underway, the indoor portion of it, as they will play or run and compete at the Birmingham Southern College Panther Indoor Icebreaker down to the Sportsplex down in Birmingham, Alabama. They'll get that one all day. That'll be on Friday, so just two days from now. Going to run in that one before the end of the semester and right after all the classes that finish up before exams get into full swing. So kind of a slow time here for both the Flames and the Lady Flames in terms of athletics, but we're just around the corner. You know, coming up February, it will be here before you know it, just two months away before baseball, tennis, golf, softball, and lacrosse all get underway. Kind of a slow little month coming up here for the Flames. We look back to this past weekend after Thanksgiving. It was the Lady Flames holding on and beating Valdosta State 59-53 to in what was a crazy, crazy matchup. The Lady Flames led early. Valdosta State made a charge. But the Lady Flames held on for the six-point win. Leading the way for the Lady Flames was Mallory Hampton with 23 points. Haley Johnson had nine points. And Carol Williams had seven points as well. Then they also got the win on Monday in another crazy matchup, 66-62 to over the West Florida Argonauts as the Lady Flames had the lead for the majority of the game before West Florida made a charge in that third quarter and tied the, tied the game up and actually took the lead, but free throws down the stretch as the Lady Flames were 16 of 19 from the free throw line. 18 points for Haley Johnson to lead the way. Mallory Hampton had 17 points. And the Lady Flames improved overall their record to 3-2, and two, and more importantly, 2-0 and oh in a big conference weekend to get the season going. The Flames, we talked with Beyond Hendricks a little bit about it, but he had a career-high 33 points and 9 assists in the win over Valdosta State in a game where they led wire to wire. 42 points in the first half, 45 points in the second half. They won 87-73 over Valdosta State. The Flames were 10 of 28 from long range. Beyond was 5 of 9 from long range in that contest. Noah Bowler-Kyle was one point away from a double-double on that one with 9 points and 10 rebounds. The Flames were out-rebounded but still got the victory over Valdosta State. And then on Monday, they ran away from West Florida 86-73, led by as many as 20 in that contest. As Noah Bowler-Kyle, 32 points, 13 rebounds in the win. He was 14 of 18 shooting. All four misses were in the first half. He was 12 of 12 in the second half scoring. He also had 13 rebounds, a block, and a steal. J.J. Barnes had 12 points in that one, along with seven rebounds. Meanwhile, Beyond Hendricks had eight points and seven assists as well. They're 4-0 on the season, 2-0 in conference play. Again, they're first road matchup of the season. Hard to believe we've made it all the way. It'll be December 3rd before the first road matchup for the Flames this season. Our, before we go, our fired up moment of the week, I've got to give it to Noah Bowler-Kyle going 12 for 12 in that second half, leading the Flames to 51 points in that second half. He absolutely ran away with it over top of West Florida. He had 32 points uh, in that half, in that in ball game, 26 of those coming in the second half. So that is my fired up moment of the week. That's going to do it for us for today. 
as always, we'd like to thank our official sponsor, Food City, for being a part of Lee Athletics. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back with you next week for another Burn Em Up podcast. For Carmel Story, who was off today, I'm Philip Sang. So long, everybody. Yeah.